Hello, this is Mark Amber speaking, Chief Editor of the European Respiratory Journal. Today, we are going to discuss a paper which has been published in the February issue of the ERJ. In this issue, we have indeed published a systematic review on medical adherence and the risk of severe asthma exacerbation by Marjolein Engelkes and colleagues from Erasmus Medical Center in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Today, it's my great pleasure to discuss this article with Professor Katja Ferham uh, from the same center. She is a senior author of this important article, and uh, we are going to discuss extensively this paper and its conclusions in the next few minutes. Good morning, Katja. Thanks very much for taking some time today to speak with us. Good morning, Mike, and thanks for inviting me. My pleasure. Uh, so I have a few questions. And the first one is, is very simple and straightforward. Uh, why did you perform this literature review? Okay, so why did we do this study? Um, we know, first of all, that asthma is a prevalent disease, both in children and in adults. Asthma is treated in a uh, stepwise way based on the patient's needs and generally consists of asthma control therapy with use of short-acting bronchodilators um, if needed. But we also know from literature that adherence to asthma control therapy tends to be low, especially if patients use inhaled corticosteroids as asthma control therapy because of fear of side effects of inhaled corticosteroids. In addition, certain studies have already studied the association between treatment adherence and risk of severe asthma exacerbations. Some of these studies showed a protective effect, but not all. So we have conflicting data on the association between treatment adherence and risk of severe asthma exacerbation. And for this reason, we wanted to tackle this problem in a systematic way, and we conducted a systematic review. And we selected papers from PubMed, Embase, and Web of Science. And we included papers um, if they met three criteria. So first of all, they had to study um, or describe adherence to asthma controller therapy. And asthma controller therapy within our systematic review consisted of inhaled corticosteroids, um, long-acting beta-2 agonists or the combination, so the fixed combination of inhaled corticosteroids and long-acting beta-2 agonists. The outcome had to be severe asthma exacerbations and defined according to current guidelines. And then finally, of course, these papers had to investigate the association between adherence and risk of severe asthma exacerbations. So we selected these papers and they were reviewed by two medical doctors, so myself and Mario Lane, and all papers were assessed on quality based on an international agreed quality scale. Thank you for this very clear uh, description. So there seem to be important differences in the way adherence was measured. Uh, can you explain this for us? Yes. Yeah, so um, there are two ways to measure adherence. So it can be done either through a subjective measure and so subjective measures are, for instance, patient self-reports or um, adherence assessed by the patient by completing questionnaires and also adherence as judged by the uh, physicians. But in general, we know that the subjective way to assess adherence overestimate adherence. And for this reason, we decided to exclude them from our systematic review. So papers only describing subjective measures were excluded from our review. 
You have objective measures of adherence, and they consist of, for instance, electronic monitoring devices, and I will explain this a little bit further. We could also assess adherence through pill counting or assess adherence through frequency of prescription and refill data. I mentioned the electronic monitoring devices to assess adherence. So what are these devices? So they measure and they keep track, they record each time the patient uses the device. And this is electronically kept. They are considered to be the gold standard to assess adherence, but they are quite expensive. So they cannot be used for studies that want to include large number of patients. Thanks. So uh, what are the main findings of your uh, systematic review? So, yeah, if you look at the main findings, so we first selected more than 2,000 articles, but um, when we went to all the criteria, we could only withhold 23 studies. And because of the heterogeneity between the studies, we could not conduct a formal meta-analysis. So we had to de describe the papers and group them together, but we could not do a formal meta-analysis. And the first thing that we observed is that the adherence in general was low. Adherence was mainly measured as a medication possession rate. And what does it mean? So this way of adherence is measured based on refill or prescription data. And you look at the time period from the first prescription until the end of the last prescription. So you have a kind of follow-up time and you're going to assess how many of these days are covered by treatment. So it's a kind of proportion. And if you look at the results for the medication possession rate, we only saw adherence rates between 20 to 34% in children and to 15% to 54% in adults. When we look at the association between treatment adherence and risk of severe asthma exacerbations, so if we look at adherence measured through refill data, we found that in the majority of papers um, that patients with good adherence had a lower risk of severe asthma exacerbations. Um, and this was also confirmed, but not in all studies, for those papers that uh, measured adherence based on pill counting or use of electronic medical devices. So if you want to have an, a, a number of how good the risk reduction is, so for children we had a risk reduction of 21 to 68% and for adults we had a risk reduction up to 50%. As I said, not all of these studies could confirm this finding. So there were studies that reported the inverse, that they reported that in patients with a high adherence rate, risk of asthma exacerbations was higher. So one of these reasons to explain this finding could be that when in general patients that have a lower asthma control need more treatment and, and because of that higher treatment rate, the adherence will be inflated. So this could explain the opposite finding between good adherence rate and an increased risk of asthma exacerbation. Thank you. So according to your analysis, uh, what are the risk factors of non-adherence in asthma? Uh, many risk factors have been um, studied uh, in literature and risk factors that have been shown to uh, have a negative impact on adherence are uh, non-adherence because of fear of side effects. And I have already elaborated a little bit on that. And this is mainly described for inhaled corticosteroids with fear of side effects of inhaled corticosteroids, such as a negative impact on growth or risk of uh, pneumonia. Socioeconomic factors play a role. And in relation to this treatment costs of uh, asthma drugs, 
In patients with long duration of asthma, it is also described that adherence becomes to decrease. So it's kind of treatment fatigue in patients that require treatment for already years. If patients use other concomitant medications, so other concomitant medications for asthma control, but also other concomitant medications for other comorbidities, risk factor for non-adherence is also lack of knowledge or uh, unclear instructions towards the patients. This is a very important one. And then also the choice of the device. Certain devices are more easy to use compared to others, so an appropriate device is, is, um, is important. It has also been described that Frequency of dosing, frequency of daily dosing is important in relation to treatment adherence. So if patients need to use the device, um, let's say three to four times a day compared to once or twice daily, adherence tends to be lower. Finally, in children, the uh, adherence is um, a little bit further complicated because it's not only the child that needs to be simulated to take the drug, but also parents have an important role and you have the parent-child interaction, which is crucial. As I said, a lot of risk factors have been described in literature, um, but not all of these risk factors could be confirmed as objective risk factors for non-adherence. Excellent. That's extremely interesting. So finally, and uh, for our clinical colleagues, uh, what are the implications of your findings for day-to-day clinical practice? I think in general, we can say that it is that adherence is important to prevent against severe asthma exacerbation. So it's important to improve um, adherence to asthma controller therapy. And in order to do that, I think it's important that uh, patients need to be convinced and they need to believe that better adherence reduces the risk of severe exacerbation. And in relation to this, clear communication and education towards the patients are crucial. So... As part of that education, it is important that physicians but also pharmacists demonstrate the correct use of the device, not only at treatment initiation but also during follow-up. So during follow-up, it's important that both physicians and pharmacists monitor um, appropriate use of the device. Physicians and pharmacists can also monitor adherence and because they, they know the um, frequency of prescribing and they also know the frequency of refill data. So they can check whether the patient comes back frequently enough to show that they are indeed compliant. It's important that physicians prescribe devices that patients are comfortable to use. So check with your patients whether the device fits the patient. And we have described um, about the devices and how to use, but it's also important to monitor not only adherence, but also inhaler competency. And um, more and more attention is given to inhaler competency, and this can be monitored or achieved via use of smart nebulizers and breath-actuated uh, inhalers. All of this can be compiled or combined in an asthma action plan with clear instructions on asthma control therapy and uh, monitoring by the patient of their own asthma control. So we have described about implications of our finding in uh, daily practice, but I would like to conclude or, or say that also in relation to research, it's still important to study the association between treatment adherence and risk of asthma exacerbation. But for future studies, it would be good to have a um, more homogeneous way in study designs where treatment ad- adherence and treatment outcomes, so asthma uh, exacerbations, are assessed in a more homogeneous way. 
Okay, this point is very well taken. So thank you very much, uh, Katya, for discussing this um, excellent uh, systematic review uh, with us. Uh, I remind uh, our readers that this paper is available in the February issue of the European uh, Respiratory Journal, and I strongly recommend to read it and use its conclusion for uh, clinical practice and research. This was uh, Marc Imbert, chief editor of the European Respiratory Journal, discussing uh, today with Professor Katia Ferhammer a systematic review on medical adherence and the risk of severe asthma exacerbations, a systematic review. And this paper is from her group at the Erasmus Medical Center in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you.